Hi, and welcome. I am your host, Dr. Mitzi Vargas. Um, the Pet Healer Podcast is going to be working on presenting all the meridians and the organs, uh, Sangfu, which are the Chinese name for the yin and yang organs, in the next um, couple of episodes. And we started last time with the heart, because the heart is the emperor, right? Super important. And uh, But before I start today with the meridian that I chosen, which is the liver, I wanted to remind everyone, and in previous uh, podcasts, we talked about the five elements. Again, the nature, uh, the whole of the universe is energetic, and it's divided in the yin and the yang, the yin, the feminine, the moon, the night, the yang, the masculine, the sun, the day. And within those, there's even further classifications of energy, and that's where the five-element theory is born. So it, the nutritive cycle, which is how these elements form each other, um, it's, uh, it goes as follows. The liver, everything starts in the spring, right? The liver is the beginning of the cycle. Uh, we're born... Basically, we can say we're born in the spring, right? And then we continue into the fire element. The liver is the mother of the fire. The fire is the mother of the earth. The earth is the mother of the metal. And the metal is the mother of the water. So that cycle says that we're all born in the spring, right? And we die in the winter, Uh we are born liver and we die and we die water. And it's just, you know, not precisely that, but it's just uh, for reference as to young animals are very young, very energetic, very um, liverish. And then the elderly have a lot of problems with the water element because that's just kind of like the end of the natural cycle. So... Let's talk about liver then, because I, I jumped out and said, uh, started with fire because I just think it's so powerful. Is the emperor controls all the blood vessels, and um, of course, in the blood vessels is the red blood cells, and in the red blood cells is the chi, the energy of life, that life force, and um, the blood carries the chi, right? So that's why I figure we'll start with there. But going back to chi, the that elemental energy that gives life, well, that elemental energy that gives life is stored in the liver. So if the heart is the emperor, the liver is the general or the commander of the body. It is unrestrained and freely moving, doesn't like stress, whether it's drug stress, emotional stress, um, any changes in the environment, all of that stresses the liver. The liver can never be deficient in chi because that's what it does. It holds the chi. If you have a liver chi deficiency, you're basically dead because your liver is your battery, is your mitochondria. So if we are a, a whole cell representative of one of our trillions of individual cells, then the liver is our mitochondria. Is our battery, is where the energy is stored. And it's also 
who propels the energy throughout, you know, throughout the body, kind of traveling with the blood, working in conjunction with the blood, which is its baby, right? Liver gives birth to fire. And so because of that, then the liver has a very strong uh, relationship with the blood. It regulates the blood volume that is circulating in your body. It storage blood in the liver, and for all of the all of us physicians who've seen and, and doctors and vets and nurses that have seen spleens and livers, uh, especially liver, we know that the liver is very friable, but it's like a sponge; it's just full of blood, right? The ancient Chinese uh, also knew this, and anecdotal evidence, perhaps uh, they did autopsies at that time and trying to learn about the energy in our bodies, they gave that um, job to the liver to hold the blood, to be a reservoir. And then the blood will leave the liver once it's activated with that chi to go and fill out any physical needs of your body. And so if you tire very easy, then that means that you're deficient in liver blood. So you could be blood deficient. You could be yin deficient. Um, and your energy could be stagnant, which means doesn't move, or excessive. So the liver chi is super important. So when the liver chi is stagnant, it creates pain. There's no flow of chi to any of your organs, to any of your parts of your body. Therefore, disease happens. And again, we just mentioned the liver does not like stress. Stress exacerbates problems with the liver. And so if you have sufficient blood, uh, your liver is holding plenty of reservoirs and is activating it and sending it out to do their job, to move and nourish your body, then you're super active. You don't tire easily. You're probably an athlete um, or probably you have ADHD <laughs> or something like that. But you have a good liver if that happens. Um, the liver also regulates the menstrual cycle and the estrocycle cycle in animals, in our animals. Um, so maintaining that smooth and free flow of chi throughout the body is one of the main functions of the liver. And that would allow um, the flow of chi to all the organs, especially the spleen and the stomach. So remember how I said that in the five element cycles, one organ generates or is the mother of another. But also, if you skip the organ in between, like say, for example, it starts liver, fire, earth, right? So the liver is the mother of fire, but the liver is the grandparent of earth. And the, the grandparent dominates earth. And so when you have a rebellious grandkid that doesn't want to do what grandma tells them to do or grandpa tells them to do, then you have problems. And so there is a big relationship between the liver and the spleen meridian, which controls your GI system. The liver controls or influences ligaments, tendons, the paws, 
the nails, the hooves, the ear really, because only because of the um, meridian path, because the gallbladder goes around the eyes, around the ears. So one of those things is when you see an animal, I, I already can tell a lot by just the look of the animal. I look at the eyes. If the eyes are red shot or have some chronic issues with the eyes, I suspect some liver chi uh, dysfunction, maybe stagnant, maybe, maybe it's in excess, but something is happening with the liver chi. And uh, the storing of the blood is, again, super important because we need, we need that to, to make sure we have enough energy to do our functions as a person, but also for our organs. Maintaining the flow of chi is maintaining the harmony. So that's, like, again, it's super important. But, but also ensuring that the spleen and the stomach, as their grandparent, that they do influence digestion. So it allows to get the energy that we get from the food down that path from the stomach and the spleen and then get in the rest of the GI tract and get um, ripened and they get uh, extract all the nutrients and distribute that Gucci, that energy from the food out into um, the body. So the also another vital um activity of the liver is to give that um, mental energy because if your liver is not flowing, you're going to see it in your shen, in your spirit. It's often say that one of the emotions that can be uh, characterized uh, by a liver or element, uh, the wood element, is the anger because, again, when the flow is not going to the brain, it's not going to the heart, your baby of the liver is the heart or the wood generates fire. So you're going to say behavioral changes. So angry people, angry pets, pets that all of a sudden start attacking <clears throat> each other or a housemate, there could be a lot of underlying issues there, but it could be mainly um, liver cheese stagnation, some stress maybe. And so uh, it's important, all of these things, when you talk to a TCVM practitioner, we always ask that, you know, any changes in the household? Have you moved? Any addition? Are you working more for home? Especially with the pandemic now, a lot of people are working home and some pets love it and some pets just don't like the change they like uh, the routine and so they are upset by the changes in the house and that manifests in a liver cheese stagnation um, and then that in itself could manifest as a shen disturbance as an animal being more aggressive or territorial or you know just a little angry um, it also controls the gene, and the gene, what is the gene? The gene is, I think, a, a very good um, normal, like Western medicine analogy for what the gene is, is the fascia uh, that covers all of your um, muscles, uh, could be also ligaments or tendons. So 
the liver controls that. So if your animal has an issue where they have a cruciate rupture, which is one of those uh, ligaments of the knee rupture, then I think that it could be related to stress or it could be related to a deficient liver, not enough blood in the liver, you know, the chi being stuck in there and not flowing properly. Um, because if it was uh, flowing properly, then the liver blood will moisten and nourish all those tendons. Uh, if it doesn't, then the tendons, you can imagine how dry they can become and easily tore up. And the liver opening in the eyes, uh, all these meridians, they have a point of exit from the inside of the body, from the inside of the core of the body, where all the energy is dense. It manifests outwardly into the skin and the muscles and and the outside of the body, right? And so the the it opens in the eyes. That's what it means. Um, it's an opening orifice for that liver meridian comes from the inside out. And so if the liver blood is plenty, then that means that the eyes are going to be moistened normal. You have enough tears. And if you don't, then that means that you have dry eyes. And there is a condition in dogs, especially Shih Tzus and flat-faced dogs called keratoconjunctivitis sicca. KCS for short. And what it means is that their tear gland or the mechanisms to produce tear dried up. Nobody knows why. They think it's an autoimmune disease. Maybe the body starts attacking those um, tissues or uh, some sort of vasculitis, maybe some inflammatory condition on that. And and then it renders that tear gland ineffective. Whatever it is, the ancient Chinese called it the liver energy, the liver blood not being sufficient. If there's an excess of the heat in the liver, then because there's yin deficiency, remember yin deficiency means your AC is broken, so you get super hot. So if you have liver yin deficiency, you might see super red eyes, kind of painful and even swollen because there's not enough cooling energy for those eyes. So that's how you see it. So again, any problems with the ligaments, any problems with uh, tears or dry eyes, uh, or any distribution of lesions, you know, problems around the paws, um, on the underbelly of the animal, I often suspect liver right away. So it's funny how TCVM practitioners, you know, we haven't run one diagnostic test. We just look at the animal, make a couple of, you know, very uh, conscious questions, uh, trying to uh, see which meridian is involved. And then we use our hands. Yeah. And we palpate alarm points for the liver. There are certain alarm points for the liver in the chest area that you can palpate. You can actually palpate on the back of the spine an association point for the liver and see if there's a problem. And that's my go-to. When an animal, when, when a dog or a cat comes in the hospital and uh, the owner says, you know, my baby's just, I don't know what happens, uh, you know, it's not moving, it's not jumping, 
The first thing I do, and my clients can really vouch for me on this one, is I run, I run my hands around the back. And I'm palpating all those uh, vertebrae, but I'm also checking the back shoe or the association points for each individual meridian. And so first one I go to is between your 10th rib area on the top, 10th and 11th uh, ribs, or the dogs or cats, obviously. And uh, I go on the top of it, on the dorsal midline, and I just uh, palpate that area and, and try to find the association point for liver and gallbladder. And if that provokes a painful reaction, and oftentimes I've almost been bitten, if their animal is in excruciating pain, they can do that. Um, but whatever I do, uh, I touch that, and then that I immediately tell the uh, owner, the client, uh, your pet is in pain, that's for sure. I can validate this. You're worried about them being in pain? Yes, look at this. And then, of course, I go through other association points and other ways to demonstrate pain. But um, if I see that, then I know the main issues, there's some stagnation, some uh, flow dysfunction of the chi. And it could al- almost always almost always be translated to a liver chi stagnation. And so the liver, again, as an organ, as, an, as a sang fu organ, uh, the liver can have a strong relationship with the lung because the liver sustains the free, smooth flow of chi and Normally, the liver chi moves upwards, helping the lung in the process of exhaling. That's an ascending function of the liver. It goes up and helps the lung. And then the lung has a descending uh, function. Um, It prevents, it actually controls the liver chi from being too much. Because if the liver cheese too much, then it can transform uh, into fire, you know, and that's how you get your red eyes, dry eyes, uh, dizziness, uh, shen disturbance. So the lung and the fire, and the, sorry, the lung and the liver have a relationship. The lung can over control that liver too. Uh, and that will cause liver chi. Um, and of course, you know, in the pet, in the dog, you could palpate the sides of the animal. And if it's painful, you can suspect something like that. So, and, and why I mentioned fire with the liver is because if you, if you think about the wood element, which again, dominated by liver and gallbladder, it's there, if the wood literally thinking about wood being um, the inspiration for the ancient Chinese being trees. So if the trees, if too much trees, if you don't clear your forest, you are predisposing yourself to have the problem that California has, right? With uh, lots of fires or the West has with lots of fires. Um, 
And so the fire, what does it do? Uh, the fire goes up, upwards, flares upwards. And so in that situation, the, the liver can even cause what we call yang rising, too much heat going up the body. And if you think about where the, bo- where the liver is, literally is in the middle of your belly, right? And if it goes upwards, where is it going to go? To your head, right? So seizures... Because of that, seizures, liver fire is involved in seizures as a lot of times. Also, liver cheese stagnation and liver yin deficiency. All of those could be uh, liver blood deficiency as well. All of those could be causing seizures, which in Chinese they're called internal wind. So wind inside of your body is caused by that. Um but I think that the most common disorder of the liver that I see, other than liver cheese stagnant due to stress of moving or stress of adding a pet or stress of the owners working from home or leaving uh, to work out uh, outside of the home, it's the relationship between the liver and the spleen, between the wood and the earth element. So the spleen and stomach belong to the earth element. And remember what I said, the liver or wood, which is liver gallbladder, the wood element is the grandparent of the earth. So when you have a liver that is over controlling the spleen, then you have uh, the flow of the spleen chi is disrupted and the signs are going to be uh, loose tools, uh, poor appetite, uh, abdominal distension. And in some cases, uh, it's the spleen who's very rebellious, causing problems. And in that case, not only would you have all of the above signs, but you might look at a yellow tongue and uh, a lot of irritability because of the liver cheese stagnation you're going to have an angry pet with GI symptoms, failure to thrive. The, that's the most common. And I use Xiao Jia San, which is a really good herbal formula that totally helps to control the situation. It balances the liver and the spleen, or the wood and the earth elements, and it really restores that harmony and so stops the diarrhea so again in western medicine if you have diarrhea you have some treatments for it right is it caused by a parasite or by uh, bacterial then you get the medicines for that if they don't see any cause like physical cause an organism causing it then they look at organ dysfunction and then they try to address that but it really you know, uh, we're at a loss, you know, changing the food, doing things like that. But if the root of your chronic diarrhea, chronic failure to thrive is a liver spleen disharmony, until you address that, be it with acupuncture or herbs or food therapy, you will not have resolution. And I have so many referral cases that have diarrhea for eight, 10, even years. I had one, I think the current 
record holder is three years of chronic diarrhea and vomiting, multiple biopsies of the GI tract, multiple variant study, uh, studies, multiple, you know, Western heavy, heavy diagnostics, diagnosed with IBD because IBD is a diagnosis sometimes of exclusion. There's nothing we can find. So then we say, oh, okay, it's inflammation of the GI tract. We don't know what causes, probably food, but we don't know. So in, in TCVM, we look at that as a dysfunction between the liver and the spleen. In this case, this dog was a woody dog, very bussy. You know, what are the ca characteristics of the wood element? Uh, they're the leaders, right? But when they're unbalanced, they could be very uh, territorial and aggressive. Um, so a German Shepherd, for example, is a, could be a great example of a wood dog, very highly trainable, dependable as a protection dog, um, but again, it can turn very quickly too. And they do have problems with uh, tendons and ligaments, right? We know that. But the wood element, again, we have to think about liver, meridian. Um, that is the problem with the, the animals that have uh, that disharmony. The liver is in excess and it's just over-controlling that GI tract. Until you restore the balance, you're not going to see the resolution of your clinical symptoms. Now, I wanted to mention also that the liver has a relationship with the kidney as well. Because the blood is stored in the liver and the jing, the telomeres, the ability to replicate and clean your, your bad cells is stored in the kidney. Kidney jing, you're born with it. You're born with a certain amount of it. You depend on Gucci, good energy of the food, to preserve that. And so the liver blood nourishes the kidney, right, essence, and helps to renew the, its supply of the essence. The kidney jing produces the bone marrow, which in turn is responsible for producing liver blood. So there is a very close relationship between liver and kidney. What happens if the kidney jing, if you're born with very poor kidney jing, you are going to have congenital issues. And if you have congenital issues, you're going to have liver blood deficiency. So oftentimes, uh, shunts, liver shunts are seen in overbred animals, teeny tiny animals, all came from the same common ancestor of the wolf. And we have created teacup animals that are one, three pounds. And they oftentimes have multiple gene deficiency, uh, congenital defects, and they manifest in how the liver is, you know, liver blood deficiency. And uh, they end up having seizures, a lot of them, or uh, liver shunt. That's my opinion and experience, you know, doing this. Lots of infertility as well, because remember, there's a relationship with the reproductive tract and liver. And so, again, the liver meridian is super important. When you have pain, you have liver cheese stagnation. It's just synonymous, synonymous with it. And so we have to think about that. When we have pain, we have to address the liver. When we have seizures, we have some dysfunction of the liver. When we have um, 
tears on the ligaments and tendons. It must have been because of a liver uh, blood deficiency and or urine deficiency. And so we have to really address the root of the problem. If we don't, then we are just uh, wasting time, really. Uh, and that is the beauty of TCVM. When we study these philosophies of uh, 5,000 years plus ago, and we find uh, that they correlate to science and to experience that we see as practitioners, it's a wonderful thing. And it helps me understand how things work. How do we get to the level that we have problems? And uh, CCVM can be a preventative uh, medicine, could be, a, could be a source of preventative medicine by understanding the relationship of the five elements and how they affect your pet. I hope I didn't confuse too many of you. I hope that it's actually something that you learned today about the liver, liver chi, uh, and how important it is for all of us to work. I'm going to continue this series in the meridians, dwelling into the meridians, and we're probably going to go in order now. So we did the fire, and we did the, com the emperor, and now we did the commander. So I think I'm going to go with the spleen or the earth in our next podcast. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, there's more information at the PetHealerPodcast.com. That's our website. And uh, be on the lookout for the release of our audiobook, Alvet, uh, our book uh, about TCVM, is going to be released in audio and as an ebook. So it will be more available. We're trying to just raise awareness, spread the word, TCVM works. Thank you and have a great one. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. And uh, information about this episode came from my book, Alvet, the Revolutionary Pet Care and Longevity Solution, available in Amazon at our clinic and soon to be an audiobook. So look forward to that. And this episode was sponsored by my practice, Orchid Springs Animal Hospital. And our website is www.osahvsinvictorets.com. Osavets.com. There's a lot of information out there. If you want some more information on integrative pet healing and our pet healer podcast is going to be available in all platforms. So we're looking forward to seeing you again.